0: The red wave is crashing down on the Democrats. Today we're going to look at the maps, the polls, the exit results. So far on November 8th, the election day for midterms, and we're going to look at the House of Representatives, we're going to look at the Senate, and, as we've been learning ever since COVID, the role of governors. So we'll look at governors all across the 50 states. Let's jump jump right into it, and uh, I'm going to pull up some maps from real, 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 clear politics. Real, clear, politics. Okay, right now we see 44 in the blue for the Democrats and 48 for the Republicans, and there's a lot of speculations of how this will go. Everybody's getting excited to see Nancy Pelosi lose her position potentially and make sure that i'm on on the um the house predictions here oh i'm on senate my bad here's the house map all right this is uh this is looking good for the republicans you can see 174 blue democrat 227 republicans 34 toss-ups Even if you add all those 34 toss-ups over on the blue Democrat, uh, you're only going to get, what is that, 208. So this is pretty much over and done with. Not a lot of debate. Where the concern is for Democrats is the Senate. So we're going to jump back over to that map right here. Here's the one I had up before. 44 Democrat, 48 Republican with 8 toss-ups. Now, real clear, and others are already starting to call this and say, here's the projection, Senate projection of 5347. Some are saying it will be as narrow as 5149. If there's a tie, if there's a tie, what happens? Reach back into your political science courses. What happens when there's a tie? Let me go into the live chat, see if y'all know what's going on in America what happens when there's a tie folks if you're in the live chat or leave a comment below if you're watching this later who settles the tie I'm gonna wait for you everybody's saying vote vote against death vote against abortion vote against LMNOP LGBT etc what happens in a tie in the Senate Heather Ross has it Thank you, Heather. She's watching over on Facebook. It's the vice president. That's right. So Kamala Harris gets to be the tiebreaker on these events. It looks like that's not that's no longer going to be the case. We're going to have at least a 51-49 or a 53-47. However, if you've been following the news, there's a little bit of scandal. Uh, In particular, in Philadelphia, in the last-minute change on vote counting made by a judge. And this is sort of like a rewind, a replay of 2020. You know, flooded pipes, closing it down, coming back the next day. Up, We found more mail-in votes, judges bending, admitting votes. Where are the votes coming from? All the chaos. Well, in Philadelphia, that's starting to happen. Here is from the Philadelphia Inquirer. City officials voted Tuesday morning as polling places opened and the vote count began for the midterm elections to reinstate a time-consuming and labor-intensive process for catching double votes that will slow how quickly they can report report results if pennsylvania's high stakes u.s senate race is as close as expected a wait for results out of the state's largest city philadelphia is sure to shine a national spotlight on philadelphia similar to after the 2020 presidential election the city commissioners the three-member elections board voted two to one to reinstate what is known as poll book reconciliation a means of flagging mail ballots submitted by voters who have also voted in person during an emergency 7 a.m. meeting. It was a sudden reversal of a decision they made less than a week ago and came a day after a city judge responding to a Republican lawsuit said they could move forward without the process. Let me see if there's anything else here. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that's good. Of course, you've got Fetterman and all that i don't really want to get into it i think what's going to happen my take oh i got to do governors hold up see everybody thought governors everybody's always focused on house and senate well what we saw in covid was that governors have tremendous amounts of power and so people are very much concerned on who their governors are and the policies of the governors So let's take a look right now at the governor map. All right, here's the real clear politics governor map. All right, we got uh, 15 Democrat, 24 Republican, and 11 in the toss-up. You can see my state, Texas, is pink, not red. It concerns me. You can also see Oklahoma is a toss-up. What? Oklahoma is now a toss-up? Pennsylvania, we just mentioned, but it's tradition. Well, it's not traditionally anything. It goes back and forth, but it's leaning Democrat. That's a concern. Um, Vermont, New Hampshire, Republican. Nice to see. Florida is pink. Georgia is pink. That's a concern. Solid states like Arkansas, Idaho, Wyoming, we see red. California, of course, dark blue. Colorado, light blue, Rhode Island, yeah, light blue, blue mid shade blue. So that's what's going on there. And if you haven't voted yet, I really want to encourage you, uh, if you're a conservative, to go vote. If you're a liberal Democrat, don't vote. To go out there and, and make sure for the House, for the Senate, but for your governor and for your local positions, All the way down the ballot I think that's I just want to repeat it again what we saw during COVID was that your local school board right your local judges uh, police enforcement governors mayors they had tremendous amount of power in your daily life those offices matter you must vote you must get involved in all that as Catholics, we talk about subsidiarity. What is subsidiarity? It's that people on the local level should have the say on local matters. Right? Someone in Washington D.C. should not make be making decisions on um, sewage in Omaha, Nebraska. They should not be determining the books in the curriculum in Houston, Texas. That should be determined by the people in Houston, Texas. That's subsidiarity. So we need to not just think about the federal offices, the President, the Senate, the House, the Supreme Court justices, which you can't vote for. We also need to look at our own states, our own local offices. So pray, pray your rosaries, get on your knees, These things are important. I know some people say, man, I wish Taylor would stay out of politics. Look, we have a duty. I know so much is lost. I know that America has Freemasonic foundations. I know all of that. But this is the soil where I was born. This is where God appointed me to be born and my children to be born. And I have to fight for it, no matter how compromised it is. I have to fight for it that justice that at least natural law is observed in this land to whatever extent i can do so it is important there's a lot of people who say oh we just need the we just need to go back to catholic monarchy i agree monarchy is superior to democracy aristotle says that plato says that thomas aquinas says that almost every saint you can pull says that that's the great western tradition But we don't have it right now. So for what we have right now, we do our best. We're basically dealing with a car that doesn't run well. That's America. And instead of just saying, well, cars suck, let's just go back to horses. Well, we don't have the infrastructure for that. So what we need to do is get our car to run. Let's go in there and take a look at the carburetor. Let's go in there and look at the ignition. Let's get in there and let's get the car rolling. We may not win an F1 race, but we can get the car rolling and maybe we can get to a destination. That's what we need. So pray, get on your knees, vote, and maybe we can have micro victories like we did against the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Deo gratias. That was beautiful. It was good. All right, we're going to pray in our Father for the health and the protection of our nation, the United States of America. Oremus, Nomini Patris, et Fidi, et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Pater noster qui es in Celi, sanctificator nomen tuum, regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cello et in terra, panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et imite nobis debita nostra amen. We we'll pray in English now for the new viewers. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Since there's a good group of y'all right now, I think we'll do a little bit of Q&A. If y'all are interested to do a and a there's 1,300 of you. I know not all of you are Americans and you're watching, but uh, if you have a question or a comment, I think we'll take maybe uh, the next seven minutes. We'll keep today's show under 20 minutes. And uh, let's see what we can do. All right, Catholic Crusader says he's watching on YouTube today. Oh, by the way, I didn't say. uh, If you wouldn't mind, please do me the favor and take a moment to give this video a like. Give it a share. Share it on Facebook or Twitter. And if you're new, make sure you subscribe and you'll be notified of future videos. So make sure you subscribe and hit the bell. Okay, Catholic Crusader. Jesus would vote Red Republican, not Left Liberal Democrats. Well, the the difficulty here is, of course, that uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the king of the universe and the king of humanity. He would not participate uh, in the election of the plebes because he deserves all rights, all recognition as king of kings and lord of lords. That being said, uh, no Catholic and the whole world believes that the Republican GOP platform is perfect, immaculate, uh, and not with, with not in need of major reform. That being said, there's just no way a baptized person who says, I believe in Jesus Christ, could vote for politicians like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, who say, we want to murder babies in the womb. We want to guarantee it as a right And we want to use your tax money and everyone who disagrees with the board. We're going to force you to pay through it through a taxation process. There is is no way God would will any baptized person, any person, any human to vote for that policy. So that pretty much clears everything up, doesn't it? All right. Let's look at some more comments, some more questions. I like this. Jesse James, he says, Jesus is king. He would overturn the system. I agree. I think Jesus would overturn this system. All right, here's one from DMAC. Do you think that Antichrist is just as much a current ideology as is also the upcoming human form to come? I don't know what the human form to come is, but the Antichrist is not an ideology. It's most definitely a singular person. Now, St. John said there are Antichrists, plural, lowercase a. Those can be anyone who rejects the Father, rejects the Son, Jesus Christ, is coming in the flesh. All that's in 1 John. And there is a final, end times, eschatological Antichrist, and he is the capital A Antichrist. And I break it down line by line in the Old Testament through the teaching of Jesus Christ, St. Paul, St. John, and the book of Revelation, the Apocalypse, in my new best-selling book, Antichrist and Apocalypse. Make sure you get a copy at Amazon.com or I can get you a signed autograph copy if you go to Patreon.com forward slash D.R. Taylor Marshall. We'll take it out. Take it up over there. But to answer your question, the Antichrist is most certainly a person and not an ideology and not an upcoming human form to come. He's an evil man who's given himself to be perfectly possessed by Satan, the fallen angel. Thank you for that question. Arthur Santana says, Aren't both parties controlled by Freemasonry? Um, I'm not sure. Are persons in both parties controlled by Freemasonry? Absolutely. But if you're going to say that uh, the local Republican mayor, uh, by being a Republican, is controlled by Freemasonry, uh, I don't think that is the case. Good question, though. Good question. I would, I would imagine at the upper levels, perhaps even, uh, yeah, bipartisan, senate house all that controlled directly or indirectly i bet it's over 60 percent and of course the democratic party has just full out satanists and seances and um, all kinds of wickedness going on amongst them of course the republicans do too trust me i know i've worked in those circles there are some wicked evil people who are degenerates in the Republican party, believe you me. Uh, Brooklyn dictator. <laughs> Do you think you could beat Andrew Tate in an MMA fight? Hmm, I don't know. I don't know what his ground game is. I I think I, he's a, is he a boxer, a kicker, I don't know. He'd probably beat me on that. If I got him to the ground, I could probably use jiu-jitsu. I'm a two-stripe purple belt in jiu-jitsu. Maybe I could get him in a choke or a Gamora, something like that, Ezekiel choke or something like that, and take him. So I don't know. I don't know much about him. Let me know. Did I get that right? How's his ground game? This is a great question from Martin. He's watching over at Facebook. How will the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops respond to the red wave? They'll do nothing. They don't care. They don't care. Um, if anything, they lean blue. They lean Democrat. We saw that in the last election. They basically carried water for Joe Biden. Um, every once in a while when, you know, gay rights or gay marriage comes out, they'll do absolutely nothing. And then when it passes and it's now set in stone, uh, they'll make, oh, wow, that's really unfortunate that that happened. Darn it. It's pathetic. Um, did you see the United States bishops um, festive and exciting and celebrating with the Overturn of Roe v. Wade? Not so much. Not so much. The United States bishops are, are light blue in their orientation. And I mean voting political orientation. In case you were wondering what I was referring to with orientation, Let's see. Looking for a few more. Yeah, Joseph says, USCCB, all voting blue. Not all. Not all. A lot. Uh, Stand up. How do you make extra time for extracurricular? Uh, You have to take care of your body and you have to sleep and get good sleep. You need to wear a a little band on your arm and find out what your deep sleep is, what your REM cycles look like. You probably, you don't need to do any drugs. Uh, smoking weed's going to ruin you and jack you up. You probably don't need to be drinking any alcohol, especially as you get older. Uh, and you probably need to be fasting um, at least, unless you have problems till noon every day, except on Sundays. And you need to be working out uh, exercising, cardio, weightlifting, sports. Today I played pickleball with my wife, Joy, for an hour. Um, I also did uh, a mile run. I did a seven-minute, 29-second run. Um, You just got to stay active. You got to keep your brain oxygenated. You got to be healthy. You got to eat good. Don't eat seed oils. Uh, Remove that from your diet. Eat a lot of meat. Eat a lot of uh, healthy meat. And... uh, Yeah. If you have all that, you'll be feeling better. You'll have higher energy. You'll be able to do stuff and you won't need to just waste your weekends on the couch. Good question. I mean, I got to stay young. I got eight kids. All right. Looking for more questions. Oh man, we just went over 20 minutes. Drats. All right. One more. Here we go. NAT 81 is following the moon cycles, witchcraft, spirituality, or mysticism. Uh, Following the moon cycles is called following the moon cycles. It doesn't mean anything witchcraft, spiritual, mystic, or anything like that. Now, if you start believing that uh, certain constellations in the zodiac determine your behavior and the behavior of other people, you're now superstitious. You're an idiot. You shouldn't do that. If you think the moon phases um, are determining your behavior, you're wrong. Now, I got to say, I'm a hunter, and I know, and I'm a fisher, and I know that moon phases do affect animal patterns, right? For example, when there's a full moon, the animals are out at night awake, moving around, and they sleep more during the day. That could be the case for ancient humans as well before we had all these light bulbs and all that. But, yeah, if you think there is... I mean, remember, the ancient Jews observed the moon cycles as part of their liturgy. It wasn't evil. Uh, We use the moon cycles to calculate Easter, the resurrection of Christ, Pascha, every year. It's not evil. Observing the moon is observing the moon. All right, friends. Thanks for watching, everyone. can't ever get the... There we go. Thanks for watching. And uh, again, that Antichrist question is a good opportunity for for me to say, check out the new book, Antichrist and Apocalypse. You can support this channel at patreon.com forward slash Dr. Taylor Marshall. I'll send you a rosary. I'll send you a signed book at the bottom level. It's right there, right here. Um, two books, three books, four books. There's all kinds of options. Check it all out. Uh, patreon.com forward slash dr taylor marshall i signed books yesterday and joy is i think just now i i'm I'm over the garage i just read the garage open them and she's back she just mailed books out if you want to get yours patreon.com forward slash dr taylor marshall if you want to move and get out of your blue state or your blue city or maybe you're in a red place but there's no good churches no good schools you want to relocate and migrate to somewhere wholesome and legit i recommend you go to real estate for life They will help you sell your home wherever you are. They will help you find a home wherever you want to go. These are like-minded people and they've helped hundreds of people who are watch this channel. Go to realestateforlife.org and tell them you heard about it at the Dr. Taylor Marshall Show or the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast, however, they have it set up. And then, of course, make sure you are praying your rosary every single day. If you don't pray the rosary, you're not on the team. So get on the team. And pray that rosary. Also, I'll be opening up the New St. Thomas Institute. It's newstthomas.com, newstthomas.com. And we will be releasing a new course, a new certificate course. We have nine of them already. Last year, we had the Roman Rite and Traditional Latin Mass online course. Hundreds of you signed up, took it, loved it. It's still available. You can go to newstthomas.com and get it. And now, included in that price is going to be a new certificate that we're working on, and it's going to be a certificate online course in apocalyptic studies. That's right, we're going to be talking about the Antichrist, the book of Daniel, Isaiah, Jeremiah, St. Paul, St. John, medievals. We're even going to look into things like 1st Enoch, who are the Nephilim? All this stuff. So if you want to get into the apocalyptic study, go to NewStThomas.com. NewStThomas.com. We'll be rolling that out uh, in the months to come. We also have some other big announcements coming for New St. Thomas Institute as well. In case you didn't know, New St. Thomas Institute is where I teach online courses. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Pray your rosary every day. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this podcast, please click the like button, the thumbs up, and subscribe by clicking the subscribe button and clicking the bell for notifications. God bless. See you in future videos.